0: Oh shit. Here we go again.
1: What's up, ballers? Exciting episode this week. Guess who's back? Guess who's back? Guess who's back? Tiger's back. Tiger's back. Na, na, na. Na, na. Goat's back. At Memorial, Jack's Place, he's going to break the record this week, 83. We're going to be there. No fans. It's going to be a beautiful thing to watch him on live television. That probably won't be covered because there will be some problem with the coverage on Sunday. They'll move two times up, and we won't be able to watch it. But before we talk about that debacle from this past weekend, that hopefully doesn't happen this weekend, uh, a, lot of, a lot of exciting stuff to talk about from the Workday Challenge, which was all, uh, Charity Open, which was also at Muirfield uh talking about tiger coming back this week about jt hovland and more epic sunday finish and just a lot of things to talk about exciting week i'm really looking forward to seeing the goat back out there we got everybody in the booth this week for our blackjack episode this is episode number 21 season two so hopefully everybody's uh card counter like vince's uh, <laughs> Vinny, what's going on brother
2: what's going
1: on i'm here how you feeling, dude? Five woods back in the bag.
2: Oh, I'm happy to have that back. It was a you huge, it, huge what, replacement. Twice? I hit it. I've twice only hit it twice two? in two rounds. Okay. Both shots, uh, one into a par five in two, and then the other one was uh, just off a tee shot, just uh, on a shorter par four with a, a tight landing zone. But it's great. It's a big, big upgrade to the hybrid.
1: Beautiful. Love it. We also have Jakey who tried to kill his neighbor by hitting a ball through his net yesterday. Oof.
0: Yeah. What's up, everybody? Yeah, any damage? Didn't seem like there was any damage done. Um, Unless yeah.
1: you hit the guy who's he's just laying in his backyard right now. We don't know about N-
0: it. Well, you know, luckily we have video footage of this because I was uh, <laughs> checking on my swing because I've been hitting it like shit for three or four days in a row now. Um, and it looks like as I look closer at the video, it does look like it hits a tree and goes uh, straight down into my neighbor's backyard somewhere. So <laughs> all all good there, um, but yeah, Amazon's going to be. Uh, I'm going to have to call Jeff Bezos direct line and get my net replaced because, like, there was there wasn't even like a warning. Like I was just hitting eight irons into it. and I guess I've been hitting the same patch over and over again. Mm-hmm. And I just it just ripped right through it, like dead through the net. There's not even a hole in it. Still, it's just like the net. The net is wider now. I don't know. So there you go.
1: Love it. Hey, dude, it's all right. You got to get the swing back. However, you got to do it, you do it.
0: Yep, that's it.
1: So, fellas, very exciting weekend. This past weekend down at Mirfield Village, work day, great course. Looks, Vinny uh, and I watched a little bit of the charity event this afternoon. Looks like they let the rough grow out, um, which is just awesome that they're playing the same course, but in different conditions two weeks in a row. The greens are fast. Like, these guys were having a tough time. Uh, keeping balls on the green today. So excited to see what it's like uh, starting tomorrow. But I wanted to go back and talk about what an epic Sunday. And the first Sunday that I realized that ha- not having fans out there really would have added a uh, different element, especially as they got into the playoff and JT and Colin were just ripping birdies everywhere and, and getting up and down from ridiculous places. Um, started the Sunday. JT had a big lead over Hovland and and Colin, and after five holes, it was gone. There was bullets being thrown in by Colin. Hovland was thrown in darts. They're making eagles. They're making birdies. Colin almost holes out two holes in a row. He almost makes a hole in one on four. Hits it to like two feet on five to make eagle. And JT kind of putters out the gate after only making one bogey uh, through the first three rounds and makes two on the first four holes. Uh, Jakey, At the beginning of the round, did you think that uh, Colin and Hovland had a chance? Uh,
0: I mean, I think I texted you guys on. Well, I mean, what Hovland birdied? I think two and three, uh, and I texted you. I was in the sitting in the pool, had the streaming coverage going, and I I wow, just I sent a seven. text. That, I know. I said, you know, young hope. I thought that that was it. So yeah, I definitely, um, I definitely thought they had a chance, and I just think it shows you like how good these guys are. I mean. They hit it so good. Like, Hovland is uh, going to be an incredible driver of the ball for his entire career. I mean, the skill that you, he's just so good. And, I mean, you see what Morikawa can do, which is just freakish. So, yeah, I definitely thought they had a chance for sure. I was I was all in on them winning on Sunday,
1: one of them. Vinny, you think Matt Wolf is the third best out of the, the three of them right now? Definitely. I think
2: I said that uh, a while ago. He's going to be hit or miss his entire career he's gonna come out hot and stay hot for a weekend and then he's gonna completely falter and fail another um, and I think that's probably just because his swing even for him isn't not that repeatable I, mm-hmm. I just I think he's just having a hard time adjusting to the consistency consistency needed on the PGA tour
1: I think Hovland Jake to your point haddock obviously had it going birdie three four five 5 that mistake he made on six one was unacceptable on two that completely killed his round. Cause then he did made, he made par on the seventh hole, which is a par five, mm-hmm. uh, that everybody was making birdie on. Um, and yeah, just disappointing, but I agree. I think that in my eyes, Hovland is much better at this point in his career than I thought he would be. You know, I, I, everybody knew he was a great player, you know, one of the top guys in college for a couple of years, uh, helped Oklahoma state win a national championship. <clears throat> And I think he's kind of right there, neck and neck with Colin. You know, Colin's got two wins now. We'll get obviously he's got the edge. Victor's got the the Puerto Rico Open win, which uh, I think has been well documented that a guy who's won the Puerto Rico Open like Final has never won a another uh, event. full field yeah, event, which is kind of interesting to see. Hovland's been up there around the leaderboard the last couple weeks, um, but I agree. I think Wolf is going to be that guy who's up on the leaderboard one week, like he was last week, and then he's going to finish you know dead DFL. Uh, the next week, um, but through through six holes, I guess through five holes, we had a a dead heat. JT had kind of puttered a little bit. Hovland and Morikawa were there. They were taking a one or two shot lead on JT, and then JT got hot. He had ten one putts in a row.
0: Yeah, he which got is
1: really hot. Just ridiculous. Starting on, I think it was on seven. Even though he made a par on seven on the par five, which was huge for him because. He kind of had to get up and down. Uh, He tried to get there in two. He had a really bad lie right of the green. Uh, Hit his second chip, I think, short as well. And then he birdied eight. He birdied nine. He birdied 10. He birdied 11. And he was right back in it. And then he birdied 14. He eagled 15. And he has a three-shot lead out of nowhere. He starts the day with a three-shot lead. After 15, he's got a three-shot lead with three to play. In what world, what were the odds, Jake, you would give me if I texted you when he was walking off 15 green and I said he's going to lose this tournament? Almost in regulation, but in a playoff to Morikawa or Holland.
0: Yeah, I don't even know how I would
1: have set that line.
0: Because to me, that wasn't even in the universe. Right. Um, And truth be told, I stepped away from, like I said, I had on my phone, I was like, I'm gonna go grab a beer. I might make a little food. Like I just stepped away, and all of a sudden I'm I'm back, and it's uh, we're on uh, seventeen, and he's he's in a you know bad spot. I'm like, wait a second, like this could shift over right now. I, I couldn't I couldn't believe it. I still kind of can't believe it the way that it went down. But I mean, it's tell it says something about um, like the player that Morikawa is for sure, and I think it just. I'm, I'm not saying that it, it exaggerates something that we've talked about with JT because he's clearly, like, he, he showed you why he's still better than, than the, like, those young players, right? Like, Morikawa's got this putter that is hit or miss, and that's obviously going to be something he's got to work on. And Hovland's short game struggles have been well documented, and they were on display kind of all day Sunday. But it was interesting to see JT sort of just, like, lose – um, lose that sort of consistency on those last three holes and make some really weird decisions. I don't know how you guys felt about that, but like pulling three wood as much as he did coming in, uh, struggling with it, and then pulling it a bunch of times in the playoff to me was just insane. But yeah, I, I, I couldn't even set the line for that dog. I have no idea um, what that would have
1: looked like. I mean I think I could have bought a new car with the line we could have got. You're probably right. You're
0: probably um, right.
1: it's just one of those things that you know, I think you texted the group. You know, we we I think it's well documented that Rory has a bit of a closing issue. <clears throat> yes. Um I don't know if JT does or not. I mean he's got twelve wins, all right. So he is definitely closed in the past. He's got one major, he's won some big events. It's just man, it's so shocking for a guy who's number one in the FedEx you know, top five player in the world with a three shot, leave a three to play. I don't care if you're playing tiger in your prime in his prime, you should win that 99 out of a hundred times. Agreed. And it just happened to be that one time that, I mean, I don't really fault him for making bogey on 16. It's a 210 yard par four, uh par three tough hole. Uh, he got a little bit of a bad break. Didn't stay on the green. He rolled into the rough, um, and he had like a left himself like an eleven footer and and he missed it. But the bogey he made on eighteen, I mean he hit that T ball badly. And he's got yeah. really lucky actually that he was able to make a bogey to stay in the event. Before we talk about the playoffs though, we gotta talk about the coverage. Okay. Fucking disaster again. <laughs> They told us they, gave us, they gave us a warning on Saturday. We're moving up the tee times on Sunday morning. We've got weather supposedly coming into the area, so we're going to move everything up. Okay, no problem. We've had this issue before. Uh, I think they've had that issue at the Masters. The Masters has figured it out. BJ Tour clearly has not. They had this issue last year, I think, once or twice, maybe even in the fall or before COVID. Dude, When you move the tee times up, I, I know there's TV contracts. I get that and Golf Channel can't show everything because CBS has that slot and they're supposed to be showing everything. No one, unless you're 95 years old, is watching a tape delay six hours after the event ended ends right. because everybody knows exactly how the tournament already finished. Not to mention, they missed one of the top five best back nines I've seen in live golf in the last 10 years. There was three guys neck and neck. All there, after, even after like 6th hole or 7th hole, I think, is when it cut off from on Golf Channel. And you couldn't find it anywhere. Mm-hmm. I think we were texting each other. We're trying to find it. Everybody's like, it's on NBC. It's not on NBC. It's on CBS. Well, where is it on CBS? They're showing like the fucking Minnesota Gopher- Gophers playing Northwestern in 2012 on football. Like, are you shitting me? Or if you go to the other CBS, they're watching, like Good Morning America which I think is an ABC show or whatever it is. I don't even care. Dude, come on. I know that there's TV contracts, but just show that show later on. It's a one day event. It's live sports. It's something live that no one else can watch right now. Cause all the other sports aren't back yet. Except for soccer. I, I, I'm extremely frustrated by it, especially because of how good the finish was. Right. What? I mean, I know I'm right with this, but, Jake, what's the, what's, the, what's the answer here? I mean, what, what do we do? I mean, I know that they're like, hey, we're going to look into it, blah, blah, blah. Just fix the shit. I
0: mean, it, the answer is, like, honestly simple, and it sucks that it's this simple. But it's this is what the problem is with the PJ Tour rights deals and basically how fractured it all is, right? And it's tough because CBS gets the streaming rights to that, um, it's coming from Golf Channel, which is an NBC product. So they're not giving you all the info um, that you need to find out where it's going to be streaming. A lot of people don't know that CBS Sports has its own app. So, like, I know people bought PGA Tour Live thinking that that's where it was going to be, like, spent money on PGA Tour Live thinking that's where I'm going to find the stream. Um, and it's, I mean, it's just a shit show. And then you get the streaming coverage. And on top of that, you get these. Like, there's not even commercials. There's just basically blackout moments that I'm assuming they're cutting maybe for time for when they do the, um, the replay later on in the day. Like, I, I don't really know what's going on with that, but the stream was kind of kind of shitty in that right. way. But, yeah, I mean, look, there's, there's no good answer. I don't think there's any good answer except the rights deal sucks, there's no flexibility, and it's fractured between too many networks, right? Like, the NFL... You have Fox has the majority of games. Then you have other networks that have, like, you know, they show one game a week or two games a week, and that allows them to do their thing. With the PGA Tour, everybody's got their, their hands in the pot, right? Because Golf Channel's owned by right. one company, and they show a lot of the golf, and then the other company handles the weekends sometimes and other companies some other times. Um, yeah, so it's, it's, just, it's just a mess. I mean, yeah, we were, we were texting in the group, and I know that, like, you were asking where it was, and Vince was like, no, it's here. And I'm like, no, you're wrong, it's here. And then I ended up being wrong. It's just like it, it took forever to figure out what the fuck was going on. So,
1: Absolute disaster. I mean, yeah. uh, and, and the other thing is like I, I was doing something because I don't remember what I was doing. but I, So I couldn't watch it on my computer because I was doing something else. So I had it on my phone. Well, then people are texting me, and I'm texting back. And then when you go back in, you have to watch that stupid – 30-second FedEx commercial every time you every, watch. Every time. It's unbelievable. Yeah. I mean, they they have to have a contingency plan. Everybody has a contingency plan. They, they need to have one when things like this happen. Let Golf Channel play the whole thing. I don't care what it is. CBS, put it on your CBS Sports Network. Do something. Figure it out. Everybody's got like 12 channels now. You have the resources to do this. It's getting unacceptable. Like I said, the Masters has figured it out because it used to be November, December comes around. NFL starts showing Masters uh, commercials. April comes around. It's that time of year. The Azaleas are going. And then you can't watch the Masters till 3 o'clock. Well, now the Masters has the best website in the world. You can watch every shot. You shot link it. You can watch every player. You can pick on the player. It goes the whole. Figure it out, Golf Channel and CBS and NBC. I don't care. There's an answer. I want to watch live golf, especially because it's the only thing out there right now. Extremely frustrating for me. I'm done ranting. Benny, do you <laughs> have anything you want to say?
2: Not really. <laughs> uh, it, you know, I mean, what else is there to say? I, you know, <laughs> I was lucky enough to find it pretty quickly on the CBS Sports app. Um, but I get it; like, they should have the capacity to coverage because if it had just been without the rain delay, the coverage overlap normally is only thirty minutes. I, right. the, the fact that they, I guess, did away with the entire afternoon coverage segment not anticipating something like a playoff. But, I mean, the fact is, the coverage ended halfway through the round. Right. And I just, I'm, I'm just really curious as to what happened with the currently paid-for coverage spot. Like, they
0: well, should have the just run into solu- the mid-afternoon. Right. But the simple solution should be like this, right? Okay, the PGA Tour is moving the tee times up because of a weather delay. CBS has the rights to the weekend golf. Well, CBS should have to make the call. Either we're going to show the golf live and cut out our other programming, which was like, there was some paid programming during that time, like infomercials. There was also like, you know, I don't even know some political show, like meet the press or something like that. Right. Right. So those, those are your two shows. Let's just hypothetically say those are the ones on CBS. You can either cut those and show the live golf, or you have to forfeit the rights for the weekend and those now are going to go to Golf Channel on, on uh, um, Golf Channel and NBC. Like that's just as simple as it should be, so that you can see the golf. You don't have to jump through hoops. And I know in the end, like truthfully, for you know you and me and Vince and people that are our age, and I'm, I'm not trying to be ageist, but like people who are more maybe technologically savvy, finding that stream probably not that hard in the end once you figure out where it is. But I guarantee you that there were some other people that really would have liked to have watched some live golf that were just like fuck it I I'm, I don't know how to get this app I don't know what right. I have to sign in with to be able to see this shit like so yeah I mean it's not a good thing but yeah Vince you kind of nailed it too it's it's you just got to you got to sacrifice something in there to be able to show the golf that's what it comes down to
1: so <clears throat> yeah frustrating for sure hopefully they get that shit figured out cuz I you know even my dad who he's what 66 67 he texts me at like 4 o'clock. Man, are you watching this? This is so good. I'm like, that's <laughs> ended... seven hours ago. <laughs> like, like, It's just Oh man, that's funny. It's frustrating. Uh Anyway, so we get to the playoff. Ovalon kind of falls through a little bit on the back nine. He made a birdie. We kind of get back into it on, I think, 10 or 11. Yeah, on 11. Yeah, 11. And then he hit another bad shot on 14. Uh, well, a bit unlucky, I guess, on the drivable par 4. He got a balance that went into the water. He actually could have made a par. I think he hit his chip to about 10 feet or so. Uh, but where I think he really went wrong is he didn't make birdie on uh, 15, which was the par five, and kind of kept him out of it there.
0: Can I hop uh, in for a quick second? Yep, of course. Just because I, I don't want to over overtake your thought there, but I let, like you said, unlucky. It just, to me, like JT didn't go for that green, right? He, he didn't go for it. He laid it up. Hovland couldn't pull it off, and then Morikawa hits just such— and that, to me, was a big turning point, I think, because he wasn't having a great round either, Morikawa. He wasn't exactly, like, lighting it up. He was right. kind of hovering. I think that was the real kick point for him, was squeezing that driver up there and giving himself— even though he didn't make the eagle, right, giving himself the look um, and, and being able to say, like, okay, well, JT didn't didn't go for it. He laid back, didn't have the guts for it at that point— Right, get Victor's out, and and here we go. So I thought that was like a key hole for sure.
1: I agree, I completely agree. Um, he left it. He ran the the eagle putt by a little bit. Colin Digs. He had like twelve feet for eagle. Made the birdie. Kind of like all right, he's a little bit back into it, and then JT makes eagle on fifteen, which is the next hole, par five. Right. Got the three shot lead. It's over. Door shut. Go home. I. Um, then he makes the bogey on sixteen. And then Morikawa throws a dart in on 17, and I think I even came back to my phone or maybe had it on the computer at this point and was like, oh, shit, one shot. All right, we got a chance here. And then JT hits in the rough on, on 18 on the right. It's a little lucky, actually, that he was able to punch it down the fairway uh, and then misses his, his par putt to go to a playoff with, uh, with Morikawa, who had a look <laughs> for birdie. Uh, about 17-footer, you know, big breaker, but misses it and goes to the playoff. So Avlin played great. That was your pick last week, Jakey. Nice work. Yeah. Won. He won. He's looking good. I think he moved like in the – he kind of almost secured his spot for the FedEx Cup. Yeah, he's like 21 now with like – there's only like three or four weeks left because right. – I know everybody's like, oh, there's only one major in a month. Yeah, but like right after that, the playoffs start. Um, So he's looking good. they play an 18 over and over again on first – And second hole. Justin Thomas plays out of position again on the first hole that they play in the playoff. Morikawa hits a better shot. Morikawa hits it. Gets on the green. He's got like 25 feet. JT somehow gets on the green. He's 50 feet away. I think at this point, everybody's like, well, JT's about three putt. Because I've seen what he's having the last three holes. It's not looking good. JT makes a 50-footer. Out of nowhere. I don't know if you saw the aerial. Yeah, it was wild. Broke like 12 times. It was unbelievable. I saw Jack Nicholas told after the show he actually texted JT right after he made the putt and said, Congratulations, I'm winning. And then Moore Cowell makes 25 footer right after that. That was must see TV. It was fantastic. Agreed. Unbelievable. That was like me at the Ryder Cup this year against Patty, <laughs> making everything. So then they have to go to another playoff hole, and they're playing 18 again. They both hit shitty shots. They're, they're off the tee. And they both make par. And we go to the third hole. And Morcal finally gets it done because JT just kind of imploded. Other than that, that birdie he made on one. Again, though, J- uh, Jake or Vince, after JT makes that 50-footer, what are the chances Colin makes another birdie to cover him up?
2: Vince, you got something on that? I mean, he had been putting well the last few holes. I, I'm happy to see. I think if there was fans there... Oh, yeah. He may They're have. Unbelievable. He may have. No, I, I think that he may <laughs> have missed that. Uh, I don't know <laughs> if he would have prevailed under the pressure of, you know, every fan of the venue piled around that green. I, I just there there was there was good things and bad things to having no fans, and I think that probably was a beneficial to Morikawa and maybe not to JT. I 100% agree. I agree. I, I definitely
0: agree, but I will say this for to defend. I mean, maybe I'm just like a cow apologist, but I'll defend him a little bit here because as much as I like JT, I do not – there's something about JT celebrating that I don't – he's like a cocky bastard when he celebrates for some reason to me, and it, I, I can't stand it. So he goes through his little like high-pitched scream, fist pump, Gives it like a little – maybe like a little bit of the Kobe face, you know. And then it's got to it, – I mean, for Cow to like well that up and make that thing and not go crazy afterwards, I thought was very telling. Um, but, yeah, I'm. I, that's just me. I do agree with you, though. If there are fans there and he drains a 50-foot bomb and the place goes ballistic, I don't know if Morcao feels um, – the like as he's probably feeling a lot more pressure at that point so
1: yeah that's why i said i think that by having fans there this this was the first week where like the last three holes like 16 17 18 where you have the big grandstands and then them playing 18 over and over again for the playoff mm-hmm. that was where i was like man this would be a crazy atmosphere right now with mm-hmm. these three guys even to Hovland was still, still kind of in it he needed to make some things happen but wow dude that was incredible I feel great right now talking about what happened this weekend. It's fantastic, elation. Um, so then cow gets it done on third playoff hole. He now has more wins than missed cuts on PGA Tour, which is absolutely ridiculous. He has one missed cut, played twenty one events, I think, two wins, which is very fantastic. Except for Tiger, won fifteen times in the same amount of events. Just thing. Um, but Different dude, more tour. though. I know, I hundred percent. I agree. Morikawa is a force to be reckoned with. Uh, wouldn't be surprised if he wins another time here coming up soon. I, I I'm a little surprised though, and and I thought to myself here when JT made that fifty foot bomb, I thought to myself, holy shit, this could be the end of Morikawa's career. He lifted one out from four feet in a playoff mm-hmm. against Berger two weeks ago, and he's about to lose to another fifty footer in a playoff here. Like uh- that is absolutely devastating for somebody he
0: he lost to uh, that matt wolf putt from off the green too
1: that's right right so
0: he's he's had a couple daggers thrown at him in his very short career
1: but he didn't he made it i mean that that birdie putt he made was awesome too because it was out like six inches away from the hole and then it just bounced back to the right and went in incredible i loved
0: what they did with the the pin positions for this because i know they were trying to vary it like a little from what we're going to see at the traditional spots at the Mm -hmm. Memorial and to do the greens like a little slower so that guys had to really kind of hit the putt, uh, give right. it a little bit more go. And then to put them on slopes where it was going to, you know, break across the face of the hole or, or, um, you know, you had to read, Hey, I'm, go- I'm I'm putting this up the hill, but the overall break of the green looks like this. And it, I, I thought that was really cool. And you don't see that every week um, just in terms of course setup, I like that. A
1: lot. No, 100%. I'll, I agree. Okay. well, Morikawa's got his second win. Is he going to win again before the end of this season? Which I'll, I'll guess I'll go through the fall because we got some majors and stuff coming up, Jakey.
0: Yes, he will win again.
1: Okay, Benny? I
2: think so. I may even say that he could may win the players this year.
0: Oh well, you're are you jumping the gun because you heard the same thing that I heard that the players might be back in the schedule. Yes. Excuse me. Yeah, there's been, there's been some chatter that I've This is like we're going off the rails, but that's okay. Um, I, heard, I heard that there is the potential of, I forget what event it is, being canceled. Um, and the potential fill-in for that event would end up, oh, no, it's the Ryder Cup week, right? Because Ryder Cup's been officially postponed Correct. until 2021. So there's a gap in that week. And there's some talk about maybe <laughs> going to that toilet bowl uh, TPC Sawgrass for the, they'll have,
1: a, they'll have a fifth major again. Incredible. <laughs> this is great. Must see golf. Oh, interesting. Didn't hear that. That's breaking news for me. I appreciate that. Um, all right. What about, uh, what about Hovland? Hovland going to win this year? No.
2: Any, I don't know, man. I think he's put together some really good weeks. I just, I, I he needs a course that's going to suit him perfectly. And I, I think he can do it. The right. guy needs to go into the lab. Around the green,
0: just the—I mean, his chipping sucks. Listen, I don't always think what Nick Faldo says is right. In fact, a lot of times I don't think it's that good. But both he and Mark Immelman, who I'm starting to kind of like on coverage, yeah, he is good. Like illustrated what his problem is, and it's what it's what makes him such a good driver of the golf ball and such a solid ball striker. But it actually—I mean, they showed it in slow mo. They're like, this is why this isn't going to work for him. And I'm now 100% convinced. Until he can change that, he is going to struggle um, to close in tight spots because he's not going to m- make a lot of up and
1: downs um, okay. when he needs them. So, I mean, I think he's he's said, and, and I think he might have said it again last week. He just sucks at chipping and needs to figure that out. But he does, yeah. Um, but overall, fantastic event. Another one after the break. I think pretty much four of the five now have been awesome, really good. I agree. <laughs> uh, so. Excited to see what happens this week. And again, same, same place they're playing, but this week's the Memorial at Muirfield Jack's event. Power rankings field. I mean, all the guys are back playing again this week.
0: Do you know, this is the strongest PGA tour field ever. It's stronger than some majors in terms of strength of schedule or strength of field.
1: It's awesome. I mean, everybody's playing basically. It's wild. It's just incredible. Um, yeah, I think I saw that. Like, there's only like one player in the top 25 not playing, or two players. I can't believe, remember something crazy. Mm. Oh, so it's gonna be awesome time, awesome event. Memorial's always a great place because it's Jack's tournament. Everybody wants to playing it. Uh, he's you know he's made some tweaks. I know Jake doesn't love the Nicholas courses, but it's a great course that he's kind of like renovated. Memorial. Yeah, Premier field Village. I like it. It's gonna be really tough this week. Really tough. Uh, the rough has grown up. We saw a little bit of that today. The greens are really, really quick, um, and I know Jack was out there following the group in the charity match today, uh, taking notes, I'm sure, so it's, uh, I want to talk about that real quick before we get into uh, the GOAT being back. This is the second time they've done a charity event, uh, they did it uh, two weeks ago in Detroit, I think it's absolutely fire, awesome, they get the guys mic'd up, the banter going at Poulter this week, McDowell versus Final and uh, Rombo, Rambo, Rambo. One, Finau absolutely murders the ball. It is outrageous. I mean, he was out driving Poulter and Graham, who I realize are kind of at the end of their careers, by 120 yards. (laughs) I mean, just absolutely murdering it. Second, though, he's got to get rid of the long socks look today because he went with the shorts, which is fine, but he had the high socks. Not a great look for him. I dug it. I liked it. You liked it? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Makes sense. I, Tom did text me. He's like, ooh, I think me and Mick, uh, and Graham have the same blue shorts that he's wearing. So <laughs> oh, my God. Shout out to Tom. He's <laughs> like, yeah, they look really good on live TV. Makes sense. <sighs> so, good old powder uh, blue. But I, I like it. I like that they're doing the, the for the charity, Nine Holes. Uh, this week was, was Skins. The, the time before that was Match Play. Uh, Graham and Ian got blown out today, I think. Uh, Finau and Rambo were nine under through eight holes. Wow! They had made a birdie on made a birdie on every hole and an eagle on the one par five. And actually, on that par five, Poulter holed out from a hundred yards to tie them, which was awesome. So there was some great golf played. Uh, I think Finau and them raised over two hundred thousand dollars for the hospital charity they were playing for. I think Vince, you said Poulter and then won the last hole. I didn't watch it. I believe so. Yeah. Okay, so they won like 25K. <laughs> they got absolutely murdered by Fina on them, but I'd love to see more of this. I know that eventually with the sponsors, they got to do the pro-ams, but this is uh, it, it makes more more fun. You get to watch a little bit of the, of the course the, the day before, see what it's looking like, get to see some banter between the guys and the caddies and the players. Uh, like on the first hole, I think Rory un, undid um, Graham McDowell's strap on his bag, so when his caddy went to pick it up, it just fell over. So he was like on the putting green next to him when he did it, when they were teeing off. So there was some (laughs) funny things there. Um, And yeah, Finau just absolutely murders the ball. So interested. Go ahead, man.
2: So say the most hilarious thing post round was uh, Graham was talking about during the round, they were talking about how much water they're drinking. Um, And after the round, Graham's caddy puts down his bag and pulls out 11 full bottles of water that he was carrying around in the bag (laughs) the entire time. Which is just wild. Imagine how heavy that that fucking bag was. That's a case of water almost. That's
1: a tom bag. Uh, Yes, it is.
2: I'll have to find the clip for you guys. It was hilarious.
1: That's awesome.
0: I like these things too because I think they give us like a peek into like a part of the tour that nobody thinks about, which is like you know the the practice uh, practice round games that everybody plays. You know the Tuesday or Wednesday games that people have. Right, right, right. Which like you want to talk about? their golf being close to our golf not the skill but like the shit talking and the banter and the games that they're gonna play and the you know if they're playing with you know junk dots or whatever it is like that's the kind of stuff that we do um on a weekend right. basis so that's kind of fun right i, I like that they're doing that i i yeah. like to peek into that that part of the
1: life Yeah, it has been great hopefully they can keep it going and figure it out i mean you could even do it with the uh with the, when the sponsors are back and you're doing the Pro-Am, just have you know a couple guys in the afternoon after their morning round that they agreed to. Because a lot of the younger guys, they don't care. They'll play as much golf as possible right. um, and do it. So it, it is fun. You know, I thought, I've always liked Poulter. The mailman is his nickname. He always delivers. Ryder Cup legend. Um, I thought his banter was funny. Graham, Graham, like Vince said, Graham could go straight to commentating after he's done. Because he's got that distinct voice that just comes through beautifully when he talks, hundred mm-hmm. uh, percent. And uh, Rambo, who I think you know is is obviously known for being very very intense on the course, I think he's gotten a little bit less and less as his career has gone on. But uh, he was awesome to listen to today. And then Finau was just absolutely murdering the ball. It was crazy. And they were talking about they took some digs at Bryson and his milkshakes, and it was it was funny. So. All in all, I thought it was great and set up for a great, what's going to be a great event this weekend. Tiger going for his 83rd win, which will break the all-time record for for wins. Uh, Stacked field, like we said. Let's go ahead and get into our picks a little bit, and then we'll talk about the the event and our thoughts. Uh, Jakey, you want to give us a rundown of what happened last week and where we're at?
0: <clears throat> sure. So um rundown from last week. So I took Victor Hovland, which gave me the win. Um mm-hmm. the scores going into the week, I should actually say that the scores going into the week, thirty-six for Vance, thirty for me, twenty-four for Doug. Um and so with the win there uh for Victor Hovland, I got the um the largest chunk of the points. So I now have thirty five. Vince, uh who who'd you pick again? I'm sorry. Adam Hadwin. Atty. Oh, yeah. Hadwin. First time three Canadians are in the top 50 in the world, by the way, right now. Or no, top 100 in the world. Um, oh. Yeah. Vince gets three. He goes to 39. And Doug took Phil, which, I mean, for a hot <laughs> minute, looked like the hot pick. Five holes, say,
1: Thursday, five holes on Thursday. He was I in was it. I was
0: like, shit, here we go. Um, Doug, with a, a one-pointer, you really needed that third week or that fourth week of three points to, uh, to climb all
1: the way back. I'll be it back. Really Don't did. worry. I'll be back
0: yeah so yeah so that's where we're at um and we're heading into memorial so
1: are we so doing this through, through the tour championship or is this yeah of the I, end think, of- I think tour championship we should okay there. all right all right so i got a chance i'm I, I could i could rattle off a couple fives yeah you're right there uh so i finished last i'm going first shocker there i'm back from being three man to uh the one man uh quickly <laughs> power rankings at uh memorial this week before i get my pick Adekhi fifteenth, who I think we talked about last week, plays well here. He did play well there. I think through three days, he was actually in it. I mean, there was there was a large group like on the back nine on Sunday who were there was like fifteen guys at eleven under who were right. you know like eight or nine shots back. At the, well, not that many, but five or six shots back. Uh, and then I think Seifert, 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 however you pronounce his last name, kind of separated himself and finished fourth there alone. But uh, there was like a very good amount of golf being played between those guys that were fighting for you know like fourth through eighth place so hideki was kind of in that group uh el tigre el guap is 14th the guy going for his 83rd win first time though he's played since COVID. although i've seen some uh some swings since the, i mean he's swinging it at the match he's swinging it right now His swing looks really good it doesn't we'll see if he can get it sink uh for four days in a row uh, Rom 13th. Streelman, 12th. Streelman's been playing very well as well. Very well as well. Yeah, good English there, Doug. <laughs> uh, Woodland Creature, 11th, who hmm. he kind of made like a back nine charge on Sunday. Got himself into the top 10. He finished fifth. Uh, Xander, the X-Man, who didn't play last week, did he? No. No. Okay. Uh, Poulter, 9th, who's also been having like a pretty good restart since the, the, the break. Been playing well, been making himself some money. Rory, eighth. Victor Hovland, moving himself into the top 10. He's seventh. Webb Simpson, sixth. Uh, Jake's pound for pound world title champion, Webb Simpson. Uh, Patrick Cantley, fifth. DJ, fourth. Interesting. JT, third. Morikawa, second. And Big Beef, himself, number one, who will probably be number one in any field he plays in for a while now. Uh, interesting to note that Justin Rose, Brooks Kapka, Jason Day, Ricky Fowler and Jordan Speth all off the top 15 right now but in the field. So, like you said, a stacked look. I am not overthinking this one this week. I am going with I believe is the number 1 player in the world still, Rory McIlroy to uh, overcome and win at Jack's Place this week. You uh, want to know an
0: interesting Rory fact for
1: this week? Can't wait. Probably right. like already threw his back out or something. No,
0: no, 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 no. I think it does it's Rory's just involved with it. If Webb Simpson wins and Rory finishes outside the top twenty-five, Webb Simpson would become the number one player in the world. <laughs>
1: <laughs> does that mean he's big beef then? Or what what happens there? Do we, Dude, we I'm just couple- gonna
0: say this right now. If Webb Simpson somehow moves to number one in the world is one of the great feats in golf of all time okay he plays a game from a different era if he somehow manages to become world number one when there's a guy in the top 10 in the world hitting it 365 in the air that is a freaking accomplishment right there that guy does he deserves something special i don't know what it is but something there's your there's your interesting fact. It just had to do with Rory. Love it.
1: Yeah, I'm going Rory. I ha- I don't think I've had a first place in our group. Are the three of us?
0: No, you're not. So
1: <laughs> I'm going for my first one. I would lo- I want Tiger to win for the record, but I I'm going with Tiger. Are going with Rory? Uh, Benny, you're up. Ooh, well I'm going off the top fifteen list. Whoa, whoa. Based
2: on everything that I saw today, I'm taking Tube socks himself. Graham
1: McDowell?
2: Tony Finau. <laughs> tube socks i like that tube socks oh, himself you know. he felt I like- he just looked so comfortable out there he's long enough to to take this course on strategically and and just get over danger like bryson is probably gonna do too uh i really think he's got a good chance this week and he was putting he, he made every putt today i think he won putt every fucking hole
0: He's streaky. If he gets hot with the putter, he gets—he's really good. It's just a matter of if he gets in the rhythm or not. I like hey, that you do it gave four him four days. That's a big deal too. I like that you gave him the eye test, though. Vince was like, "I saw him play golf in shorts on a Wednesday. Dude's gonna win it."
1: Who are you gonna take, Ben? Before them?
2: I was gonna take JT.
1: Yeah, I think that's a good pick. Although I, I think we talked about that. He may have a little bit of a hangover this week. I'm not sure mm-hmm. you could come off of what happened last week and do it. But I mean, hey. I never put it past him. Jakey, you are the winner from last week. Who do you have for this week? Yeah, I feel like this one's kind of,
0: in a weird way, a no-brainer. Because he had the hot round Sunday, and he got better every day. And he won here last year, and he's going to repeat this year. Wow, Patty Cantlay for the dub this week. Um, Yeah, dude, the dude looked – I think he shot – I forget what the number was. I'm going to get it wrong, but – it was like a low 60s round with a bogey in there. Um, so, yeah, I, I think he's going to just torch this place th- uh, this week on some flatter positions for the pins, a little bit quicker greens, and more sort of like traditional setup. I think he's going to have a really great week. Can yeah, he, we, uh,
2: go ahead, Ben. Say, can we just talk about Patrick Cantley's like, facial close-ups on the coverage from this past weekend? I, I didn't know, notice them. You did or didn't? Did not. I don't know why, but every time he would hit a tee ball and he was just staring it down, trying to figure out if it was landing in the rough or the fairway, he's basically sticking his tongue up his own nose, and you know, like scraping his top lip aggressively. And no matter what, <laughs> the camera was just on his face instead of like maybe just behind him with the shot tracker. It didn't matter. Uh, you guys have to go and look at those clips too. It, it's crazy, but very noticeable. Oh.
0: I'll have to check it out this week when he's uh, about to win on 18. <laughs> All
1: right. Man, he's going to have to beat Tiger, so you know, now, he's going to have to play I, yeah, yeah.
2: Now that I said it, you're going to notice. I will now. You're right. All
1: right, guys, I have a couple questions. So, one, right. obviously we don't need to talk about Cantlay because you took him. So, instead of Jake thinks he's going to repeat, what is El Tigre going to do this week? Will he top 10 going for his 83rd win? Jakey, what do you think?
0: No, I don't think he's sharp enough to top ten. I think it, we're talking more of a. He make uh, the cut? Yeah, he's gonna make the cut. I think he makes the cut just because he knows the place, but I, I don't think it's anything special.
2: Any? Uh, I think he could top ten this as long as he's in the groove off the tee, um, because you know he he's just he's got so many titles there and. Uh, he's pushing for such a feat. I think that if he feels it and he gets really hot, like he is like tiger does, uh, he's got a really good chance.
1: Okay. Okay. I, uh, I personally, I'm going to throw out a prediction here. Tiger will be in the, either in the last group or the second to last group to start the round on Sunday. I do not know if he's going to win, but he will be there in with a chance to do it. Wow. Okay. Uh, couple other guys I want to talk about and then questions. So groupings, Rory is playing with Tiger and Brooks. Sick pairing there. Big Beef is playing with Morikawa and Cantley. I know Brooks wanted to play with Big Beef. A little upset that didn't happen. Uh, JT playing with Xander and DJ. And then uh, Phil, J. Rose, and Shane Lowry is the other feature group. Uh, mm-hmm. I think Tiger's group, Vince said. Yeah, they're in the afternoon. So Tiger and Phil's group afternoon. Tomorrow is Bryson. JT's group are in the morning. Brooks Kapka right now is on the outside looking in to make the FedEx Cup. He is 156th with, let me see, I think five events left. Let's see, where are we right now? We are Memorial, so we've got one. We've got two. We've got three. Four. Four events after this week to get into the top 125. Will Brooks Kapka play... In the was it the Northern Trust? Yeah, the Northern Trust for the first playoff event, Vinny.
2: Oh well, I'm just gonna say this: if there's a tournament that can change some of the haters' minds, you know, by going out and winning, I would say this is the one where he needs to turn the year around for himself. It it needs to be this event. Uh, I think it, it holds a little bit more prestige, and you know, people are just gonna say he's not here just for majors. So. Maybe. I think he really needs to step up in top five this week. Jakey? Okay, first of all, I
0: don't think he gives a shit about the FedEx Cup or any PGA Tour event With like, in terms of the regular PGA Tour. I still believe that. I don't think that's changed any with, um, with the, as the years have gone on. Mm-hmm. And I'll tell you right now, I think he's tuning up and trying to get himself prepped for... Um, PGA well, just for major season in general, I, don't, I mean, he already started making a couple uh, bag adjustments. He went back to his old two iron. Um, I think you'll see that Maverick come out of the bag pretty soon because he's been atrocious with that thing. I think he'll he'll move back to something else, uh, maybe something a little bit more um, like he's been staring at for the last couple of years. Uh-huh. And, uh, yeah, I, I don't think there's much to worry about. But I do think that the PJ Tour messed up. A ton by not putting him and Bryson in the same group like I agree they, they control right <laughs> they control the narrative like just do it like do like the, the WWF wouldn't not put like its biggest baby face and its biggest heel in the ring together like you have to do that when you can <laughs> I, agree. I don't know it's like you it's the rock and stone cold were the two best wrestlers they would have to wrestle each other you don't not have them do it and that's kind of the idea
1: I think with Brooks and and the big guy but it is what it is. I one hundred percent agree. Um okay, well I think I think he'll make the FedEx Cup because he's only like whatever that is, twenty one spots out. But oh, yeah, he'll he has not been playing well. But I think because there's the PGA and he's fucking what two time defending champ. He is he two time defending champ there? Yeah, right? Yeah. Yep. He will uh will definitely uh be be ready to go there. Three Pete for Brooksy? Whoa, that would be I don't know sick. about that. We'll see. I think it's Tiger's time. No, I'm just kidding. He's not winning there. But, <laughs> no, he's not winning uh, I think he's going to win at Wingfoot and then at the Masters, but that's neither here nor there. He's going to win uh, two?
0: Hold on. Hold the fucking phone. <laughs> I just want to write this down on my little list of stuff Doug <laughs> well, says.
1: He's, did it. he's winning Augusta win. for sure.
0: Okay, so he's for sure winning at Augusta in November, and oh. he might win Wingfoot, and he hasn't played competitive golf in a couple months, and he's going to be in the final or second-to-last pairing at the Memorial this week
1: you're here first okay all right all right uh i did have another question i think i proposed this via text but i want to hear it on the pod uh tiger is playing this week i thought he should have played last week because he could play the same golf course in in two weeks in a row next week is the 3m he's definitely not playing there will tiger play in the wgc which falls two weeks before the pj or the week before the pj championship he's Historically, not one that plays a week before PGA title uh, or major. Excuse me. Uh, Do you think he will kind of change that up and go play WGC? Because obviously he likes that one because it's a smaller field. Gives him a better chance to win. What do you think, Jakey? Uh,
0: I'm going to go 100 percent. No, only because I know that the um, there's a special exemption for WGC because they're worried about being able to fill the field. So I already, I I think a lot of guys are saying no to that WGC in Memphis already.
1: You think it's it's because it's the week before or?
0: No, I think it's because it's the weakest WGC. Like it's not the match play, which that course sucks too. too. Yeah. And that course is just absolute ass. It's Memphis in like what? August. It's going to be a gajillion degrees. Super (laughs) humid. So yeah, I think Tiger, he's just like, whatever, I'm not going to go down there and sweat it out. Go through like Mm -hmm. 15 shirts um, just because it's a WGC, so yeah, I don't think he's going to
1: play it. Do you think he's gone out to Harding Park during COVID? No. You think he's going to be the first time he's out there this year is like that week? Or maybe go out um, Sunday or something like that.
0: No, I could see him going out a little bit earlier, but yeah, I mean, he's not going to go out. I don't think he'll go out more than uh, a couple days in advance. Plus, I mean, he knows Harding Park, I and mean, he had that duel with John Daly there, right. and. It's from that so, area, too, I guess. Yeah, I mean, he knows it. It's just a matter of, you know, see, because look, I think that place is going to be pretty tricked up. They're going to grow that rough pretty long. Um, not to get too deep into this, but they're going to grow that rough pretty long because the guys that can hit it far can absolutely, yeah. m- oh, yeah. like, melt that place. There's so many wide corridors out there. So, yeah.
1: Yeah, it would be interesting. We're close. We're uh, four weeks away. So, can't wait. First major season is coming up. We're getting, yeah. getting closer. We're halfway through July now, which is wild. Uh, okay. Uh, thoughts about Memorial best field. You said of the year, best field we've had in a long time outside of a major, better than a major. What, uh, any, any headlines you think we're going to see during the weekend? Any, any guys you think that won't miss the, or they're going to miss the cut? Like, you think JT misses the cut, Vince or Jake? What, what, uh, you know, give me something to, to look at for this weekend.
0: Well, Vince was going to take him, so I don't think he thinks that he's going to miss the cut, but, uh, I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't really think there's anything specific. To watch. It's gonna be an incredible field. I'm interested to see how Rory plays. Um he's got some new equipment in, I know, and he wasn't exactly sharp coming out of the restart. Mm -hmm. Um and yeah, I just I, I think this tournament is is a good one. I think it does a really good job of like showing and picking winners with a variety of skills. I feel like anybody really has a chance to win here, which is always cool but um yeah Vince what do you think anything anything else to look for this weekend
2: no I, I really think that you're gonna see the you know the people at the top kind of stand out and we're gonna have a stacked Saturday and Sunday it's uh, that's all I'm hoping for um, yeah I want to see some guys have a little bit harder of a time I would say between uh, the higher rough and faster green speeds and you know I really want this I'm not looking for minus 21 again I really think like a minus 12 for a winner, but uh-huh. a very competitive Sunday at the same time.
1: That was my next question was, will the, will the winner be at 19 under like it was this past weekend? No way. No, I, I've Mark heard that doesn't very,
0: allow that. He, no, Jack, that's not really up Jack's alley, but I've also heard that they have been, haven't got the uh, rough since like
2: last Wednesday.
0: Yeah, oh. some, no, 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 no. Maybe was it last Wednesday. Maybe yeah. it might even be that long. I, I, Personally, the, the closer to par you can get it, the more fun I will have watching it. So, I So, yeah, I, I would love to see it, like Vince said, 12 being, like, your cap, somewhere in that, you know, 9 to 12 range would be a really good one, I think.
2: I think awesome. the, one of the things in the broadcast today was um, they were reporting that they're trying to make the greens about 3 feet faster. So Ooh. that would put the stimp somewhere around 15, <laughs> I think. Yeah.
0: These guys are so good though like 15 they probably like 15 truthfully. Oh yeah. S- smaller stroke. They just yeah. got to pick the line and that's yeah. it. That's right.
2: Yeah. But some guys are going to have trouble holding greens so
0: For sure. And some guys are going to have trouble adjusting from what they just played on last week. Like that that is going to be a little bit of a switch for some guys I think.
1: Yeah. I 100% agree. All right, closing thoughts on this week's event any anything else? Nope, I'm good. Any? Nah, man gonna go out there and root for tube socks (laughs) all right well uh with that i am going to bring up our second segment of the scalici hall of fame oh all right the prize here nobody knew about it uh first one was Freddie couples is in and louis is out this week i went with a little bit different genre i got one guy who's kind of similar to couples and usti and then the other guy not so much uh, so first one for the Scalici Hall of Fame this week is, and because I watched him today, Graham McDowell, GMAC. Uh, he's 40 years old. He has won 16 times as a professional. Highest he's ever been ranked was fourth. He has four PGA Tour wins, 11 euro and three other. And of course, he won the 2010 US Open at Pebble Beach. His other best finish at a major is t fifth at the Open Championship in 2012. He actually won the Haskins Award, which I didn't know, which is the uh, best player in college golf. Played like at Southern Alabamers or mm-hmm. uh, uh, UAB. Yeah, UAB. UAB. Uh, I guess, Jake, we'll go with you first. Will he make the Scalici Hall of Fame?
0: This one is so easy. He will not. I think Graham's a good good, good uh, dude, and I like watching him play golf, and he he has really intelligent stuff to say. But, yeah, that resume doesn't do much at all for me. Look, the 2010 win was awesome, Um, and that scene of him on 18 green and his dad and his his buddies running on the green, amazing. Um, But, yeah, there's just not enough of a body of work there for me to say that he is a Hall of Famer.
1: Vinny? Any other sentiment? Or the same? You're on mute.
2: No, I'm here. <laughs> <way>. Let me <laughs> gather my thoughts.
1: Holy <laughs> shit, alright. Talk- I can hear you talking in the other room. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I feel pretty much the same way. Um, I said it last week. I think uh, his career doesn't hold enough merit in terms of big wins on the PGA Tour, other than I guess it's like one major or whatever it was. Mm-hmm. And I don't think he's had much of a footprint over the last five years while he's still playing. Um, so I, I kind of, I'm siding with Jake. I, I don't think he's he holds enough merit to be considered a Hall of Famer.
1: Okay. I love it. Sometimes I'm going to give you the layup, sometimes I'm not. I think the second one is not a layup. So the second guy trying to get into the Scalicci Hall of Fame, he has submitted his resume, is Lee Westwood. Mm. And Lee Westwood, turned pro in 93, Euro guy, obviously everybody knows, can't putt, has 44 professional wins. He was ranked number one in the world. He took over for Tiger uh, back in 2010, actually, same year that uh, GMAC won the U.S. Open. He was number one for 22 weeks, actually, which I found surprising. He's got two wins on the PGA Tour, 25 on the Euro Tour, which is eighth all time. And then the rest are other between Japan, Asia, and the Australia-Asia tour. We all know he has come very close in every major. He has finished second uh, at the Masters in 2010 and in 2016. Probably should have won in 2016. Uh, The U.S. Open, he has finished third twice. 20, 2008 and 2011. At the Open Championship, he has finished second and third and fourth in 2004, four, nine, and in 2010 is when he finished second. In the BGA Championship, the highest finish he has is third, which was in 2009. Ooh. He... Has also uh, never won the Players Championship, but he's finished in the top five, six times, five times, excuse me. Never won a World Golf Championship either, which I found surprising. He finished second uh, three times. Is Lee Westwood in the Scalici World Golf Hall of Fame? Who do you want to go first? Let's go with Vinny here.
2: I'm also gonna say no for this one for the same reason. I would say, I mean, he's not making these wins against the most competitive fields. Even his international victories are are not like comparable or in the same boat as Graham. I mean, about sixteen wins, um, and, and the fact that he's he's still playing. He's only he's played less than ten events in the last three years. Um, so. I'm going to say no, whether he's trying to hold on to his career or not. Uh, I just, I don't, I don't know which way he's going, but again, not a very memorable career for at least us, us here, uh, since he hasn't competed that much on the PGA tour or, or competed for wins.
1: I will add that he won the Euro tour championship one time. I don't know if that changes your opinion, but he did win, which is like a $10 million prize for them as well. Uh, and he's won, he's won five times in the last six years on that tour. So I mean, I know his career; he's a little bit later in his career. But uh, Jakey, what do you think?
0: This one, you you said this one was going to be tougher. You're right. This one's really tough for me. Um, all right. So the way, well, one thing I will say is he's basically got almost triple the wins of McDowell. Right? You said McDowell had sixteen wins. Yeah. Um, and he's West got, got forty four. Forty four. So yep. like that's a ton more wins and i know that we're not talking about pga tour wins
1: and we talked about how those are
0: valued in a different way
1: he won Um, 16 times between 96 when he kind of came on tour to 2003 mm -hmm. so i mean in a seven-year period 16 wins that's that's pretty impressive
2: only one of those was on the pga tour oh
1: right 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 i'm saying just in general that's what i'm talking about so you also like
2: for both of them you have to take a little
0: bit of a step back and remember that they were playing on the Euro Tour when the Euro Tour was actually like low key pretty stacked for a while there, right? When um, you know you had like Rory and Manicero, right? And it, it was kind of up and coming in the early 2010s 2010, 2012, 2013, somewhere in there, um, <laughs> where they had some really strong fields that were almost equal to what we were seeing over here. So that's something to keep in mind. The hard. Part about it I think is uh yeah, I just don't I don't that major is really kind of fucking me up. Because we left Graham out even with one major and we have Lee who did get to world number one and has come really, really close. (sighs) I am gonna leave him out. Okay Uh, I'm gonna leave him out only because in my World Golf Hall of Fame like majors count a lot. So without it, even though I think he's right there without it, I don't think he can be in.
1: Hey, I, I was not expecting that, but I, I appreciate it. I mean, this is, it's not supposed to be easy to get into the Scaliccio world golf hall of fame. So, you know,
0: he is number 34 in the world right now though. Like, Oh, he's been comp- playing
1: well the last yes. couple of years.
0: It's not completely out of the realm of possibility that like at an open championship where, you know, an older guy will contend that he could sneak in. Um, if that happens, and, is he in? Oh, if he wins it, he's like first ballot. He's just going right in. Yeah, because I like I like wow. Westwood in general. I think he's okay. great. I think he's great, great dude. So. so,
2: so do you think he'd be holding that world golf rank if he was playing all of his events on the PGA tour?
0: Yeah, Question. because I mean, I don't. He's not. First of all, he's not like winning a ton of events over there right now. He he's playing well, like well and good enough to make a ton of cuts here. The guy just can't putt even at his age right now. He's still a premier ball striker. He hits it decently long. He's getting shorter for sure. And the greens are still his biggest problem. But if you look on tour right now, the guys that hit a ton of greens, even if they aren't great putters, make a ton of cuts and they get a lot of W O W G R points and they keep kind of hovering in the system. Um, so yeah, I, I think he would still, he would still be in the mix, but, uh, it's, it's got to be the only one he's got a chance at, in my opinion, to win major wise would be a, an open championship because he's going to get toasted at Augusta. And um, he's I don't think he's long enough for Harding Park, especially with that thick rough.
1: He's yeah. also won 10 times or he's been on the Ryder Cup team 10 times. That's a that's big deal,
0: too. Honestly, that's pretty crazy.
1: And then talk about a guy who's been with his clothing company and and club provider clubs for a long like his time. whole career. Yeah. Basically, ping guy um okay well we'll what to leave that one and see if he can maybe jump into the scalici hall of fame there at the end of his career uh two good ones to talk about GMAC, a little bit of a layup was what i was expecting i was expecting one of you to let lee in uh i was right now but we'll see what happens uh he'll probably be playing in the world golf events this year too because he's in the top 60 Mm -hmm. um so that is what i got for today's episode uh jakey Matches scheduled. What's going on with the, with the this, the match play up there? All right,
0: texts have been sent. We are we're waiting on confirmation. We got a couple of days floating around. Um, I'm now officially hoping that it's going to be later in the week next week because my ha streak has cooled off significantly. Oh boy, yeah. So I need to get myself um, take a take a day or two off and uh, get back in the swing of things. All right. Yeah.
1: Uh, how'd you you play? You
0: play today? I played nine holes. Played absolutely terrible. Okay. Um, yeah, I don't know, man. I'm just all of a sudden I went from flushing it to hitting a couple of clankers off the toe. It's and, a fun
1: uh, game, isn't it? God, it's fucking dumb. Uh,
0: but yeah, we'll see. Like I said, I'm sure by next week I'll be back to normal.
1: It's extremely frustrating. I agree. Uh, Vinny, are we playing this weekend? Play Friday? Can't remember. Can try to play Friday. Yeah, it sounds like. I'm going to play Friday. I am uh, looking at a country club here in town, I'm trying to get out there as well to join and play around. Uh like has
2: driver fitting on the calendar for Friday oh, morning. Oh, that's
1: right. That's right. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> yeah. 10 a.m. You're right. I got oh, that.
2: I called this. I literally
1: just fucking said this <laughs> the other day. I just said this. Dude, I mean, all right, first of all, I, these irons. Are hot, all right. I'm smashing this four iron like 230, 235, especially because of how baked out it is right now in Texas. It's so hot. Uh, I'm flushing these irons, hitting really good. When I hit the driver good, I hit it good too. But I'm being outdriven by Vinny and Tom. This is frustrating. So I'm going to get a, and and Vinny will be a proponent. Like I probably hit it a little bit farther than Vinny, but. My driver setup currently is just not optimized for my swing. Like I spin the ball way too high uh, on my driver, and I have like zero spin on my irons. So probably they're probably not optimized. (laughs) Sounds like a bad. Yes, yeah, yeah, it's not. (laughs) So so Vinny will be the first one to tell you that I probably need like a custom fitting for my driver uh, to get some things figured out. So I'm gonna go. I'm gonna look at the Maverick and the Sim. I'm hoping they give me the Maverick, so I'm not like joining everybody that has the sim, uh, unless I'm just absolutely smashing the ball. But I am hitting the ball much better than I was a week ago, two weeks ago. So, uh, yeah, we're doing that Friday. I forgot about that. So that Friday, playing maybe Friday afternoon, probably playing Saturday morning early as well again. But uh, yeah, that's all we got. Nice. We will let you know how the driver fitting goes. I think Benny's coming with me, so he can probably. Oh, Vincent. Oh, I'm sure he's getting more- iron.
2: They'll be burning a- out in there. Oh, I'm coming for content. That's for sure.
1: <laughs> yeah,
2: dude, that's great. Yeah, you should totally
1: do that. All right, guys. Well, uh, that's all I got. I hope everybody enjoys this week. The goats back, going for eighty three. Going to be very exciting. Everybody, stay safe out there with COVID. I know numbers are kicking up everywhere. Texas is supposed to be shutting down again. Well, yeah, I don't know. I haven't gotten confirmed. But don't take that like I'm giving you breaking news. Uh, Jakey's getting ready for his match play. I'm getting ready to get a new driver. Vinny's probably getting new irons at some point soon. Uh, We got a lot of things happening. And uh, we're four weeks away from the first major. But uh, exciting things. Vinny, why don't you uh, go ahead and take us home? All right, ballers. As always,
2: we appreciate your time. We hope you enjoyed it. Uh, This week's the Memorial. Go out and play on Friday. Hit your breakfast ball get ready for a really strong saturday and sunday on your couch as always thanks again we'll be talking to you